Hello and welcome to the Raising Men Show, and, and I'm your host, Craig Carlisle. Super Tuesdays, you know that's what we do right here on WKBY 1080 AM out of Chatham, Virginia. What up, Chatham? How you guys doing today? Hope you guys are standing up and masking down to make sure you guys are doing well. I don't mean mask down around your nose. I mean a mask on your face. I mean, are you down with the mask? Okay, if you know if you're not down with it, no big deal. You do your thing, but you know, hopefully, you're staying healthy and doing all the things you need to. Coming up right now is my interview I had with Pastor Alfonso Green. He's the pastor of Alfonso Green Ministries, and it's just an exciting time we had talking together over Zoom. It'll be a two-part uh, interview. We, it may cut in an odd place, but I apologize. The Lord is doing his thing. So up next, back up right now, here's the interview with Pastor Green. So the, the topic that we're, we've been covering in this series is called um, It Begins at Home. And we've been just dealing with the whole topic of what begins at home. And, and we, the first episode, we spent a lot of time dealing with the, the kind of like the recap of the whole political side of because the previous series was dealing with politics and and where we as Christians were really were with our political values were we really judging any of our or evaluating or grading any of our candidates or propositions mm-hmm. through the lens of the scripture and the word of God versus trying to be you know down with one set red or blue or or green or yeah. depending on what you were really looking for and so we really had to deal with where we were as Christians and why we weren't speaking to one another because of our, our, our political affiliations there about. And then we really began to tear apart the whole thought of, we really can't make change in this, in this country if it doesn't begin at home first. Mm-hmm. And I believe where the Lord has got us right now is I begin to wonder where are the men in this whole situation? Where, where are we as, as men in the, in the midst of this, were we the catalyst for the problem or, or should we not be catalyst for change? Because I, I, I watched, like a lot of us did, the, the debates. The first one anyway. The second one wasn't near as bad, but the first debate and then the vice presidential debates. And it was so much time showing disrespect to each other. We didn't mm-hmm. spend a lot of time showing what examples of what manhood should look like. So... Mm-hmm. If we don't want to give our kids to the church, like, you know, some people as parents, you know, we both have kids. Sometimes mm-hmm. give time we don't want to be, or me, sometimes I don't want to always be a parent at the moment. We won't let somebody else give us some help. So we gave, it, we gave our kids to the church, took our hands off of them, and we were mad because folks in the church started having sex with them that we didn't want to have that happen to, right? So we're like, okay, let's, mm-hmm. take, let's take church out of play. We, we give our kids to the school. The school teachers and counselors and security officers and other students started having sex with the kids. Now, now all of a sudden, it's, it's the school's fault. Yeah. At some point, we've got to take responsibility for ourselves. Absolutely. As we look across the landscape, where, where do you see men? Where should we be? Where are we in this whole scope of taking responsibility for our children, ourselves, and our leadership position. Well, I, man, I, I've I've had the opportunity to to travel um, quite a bit early on in um, in the ministry, and and growing up in the environment that I grew up in, um, 
and having the opportunity to see other cultures and how their families were knit together and and there was a there was a protocol there was a a foundation of this is how we do things mm-hmm. and there was a there was a strong um awareness of family yeah, yeah. and speaking as as a as a as a black man um i didn't see that strong ethics of family yeah. um where i grew up and of course having having had to live this life without uh a relationship with my father not even knowing who he is mm. that that many times was a very strong very um struggle for me mm. in in many areas of life um as far as what i see today concerning men you use that word responsibility yeah um another way one way a way that i that i say responsibility is the ability to respond mm-hmm. every one of us as men no matter what has happened in our lives we have the ability to respond in a manner that is conducive to peace sure that is conducive to to structure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and you know i have a friend and and we've we've been friends for quite some years and we we talk a lot on the phone and and our conversations are strictly uh talking about the scripture talking about the lord talking about what god's doing talking around the scripture yeah and he always points out to me he said listen man I, I I don't know everything about your life, but one thing I have recognized is that the fact that you don't have a father and yet you raise your children without anybody having to teach you how to do that. Sure, and sure. he says, God taught you how to be a father. Yeah. You didn't know how to be a father, but God taught you how to be a father. And he says, you obviously didn't know how to be a husband, but God taught you how to be a husband. Sure, sure. And so those values from the word of God, because that's really all I had. Yeah. I was sold out to the word of God. So I, I live my life to the best of the, my ability concerning my understanding of the word of God. Sure. And not only did I, not only did I talk about my, my faith, I, I expressed it and I lived it sure. in front of my children. Sure. Um, one of the biggest ways that 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 young men growing up in a household uh, where there's a mother and a father is how does the father, when dealing with the the young men, the boys, how do he show them how to relate to a woman? Sure, sure. And so a lot of that is lacking in our society today because our young men don't know how to treat women. Sure. And and even worse than that, though the our young our young daughters don't know how to 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 establish a foundation of this is all you're getting. You're not going any farther than this. <laughs> this no 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 no. This is not for free. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not for free. Yeah. yeah. And 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 it it's become so loose yeah. and 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 so so 
I mean, just it's crazy how how women today thinks. There was a there was a time back in our days, man. Yeah. If a woman was called the B word, yeah. that was that was those were fighting words. Oh yeah. Now it's a compliment. Now today they call themselves oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They refer to themselves as that. Me and my friend, we were talking about that one day, and I was yeah. like, I don't get that, man. Yeah. Yeah. That that just doesn't register in my in my mind because I've known plenty of fights that broke out sure. when I was a teenager. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when that word was was taught, and, and you're like, you're like, what? What's something is really wrong? Yeah. And we can we can we know that we know that television, radio, uh, certain music. All the all the likes, we know that all of that stuff has played a major role sure. in in what we're seeing today. Sure. But when the rubber reach, meets the road, and when it's all said and done, you have to look back to the family. Yeah. If it, if there was a family structure, what was the mother and the father teaching the children? Sure. And if there wasn't a family structure, then what were the other people around them? your grandparents, your uncles, your, your aunties, uh, and these people, what were they trying to teach you? What were they trying to show you? Sure. And, and I, man, I wanted to leave. I wanted to get out of where I was from so bad because what I saw in, in terms of a family, I wanted no parts of it. Sure. And so when I turned 18, went to college, I never looked back yeah. because I thought, I do not want to raise my children sure. around this. I want to put my children in a, in a different atmosphere yeah. where, where, where we develop as a family in an environment that, that is not based on backbiting and, <laughs> and fighting and cussing and, 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 and tearing each other down. Yeah. I want to put my children yeah. in an environment where they where things were peaceful, where they saw people actually not only saying that they love you, but actually loving you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We we get I too do. much of that. Yeah. And 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 our young people in the, in these in these these neighborhoods and 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 these inner cities, man, they're just off the chain. Yeah. Yeah. They're off the chain. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but but how did they get there? They didn't get there by themselves. I think a lot of it comes from, which you hit some key points, it's it's almost like the absence of the male presence. It's caused a lot of women to have to to take that term, think like a man, literally, because yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. of, if we yeah. men weren't present, then they didn't know what we were thinking. They didn't know how to act. So having to be both man and woman in the household yeah, and I'm and I'm I'm not gonna tread I'm not gonna tread all the way on that subject because if you do that nowadays you can get a whole lot of extra problems and that's not what this particular show topic is gonna be about. Right. But what, what I'm gonna say is when we deal with that, even sometimes having the man in the house, we weren't always present because yeah, we were. You know, I was raised. And you're you're probably from the same era I was, right? So the happy life, happy wife was what we were raised with, and. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, if mama wasn't happy, the whole house upset and unhappy. Mm-hmm. But in in when I lived through that, it was a total contradiction, because happy life, happy wife meant 
anything and everything that I wanted to do outside of what the word of God told me to do to support my wife and my family became some sacrificial offering to my wife to make her happy. Mm-hmm. And the word yeah. says obedience is better than sacrifice. Better than sacrifice. Absolutely. So, so my sacrifice that I was leaving there left me resentful, right? And caused me to pull back. So I wasn't going to be present in a lot of those cases because that just mm-hmm. wasn't cool. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, so yeah. we, we have to, we have to take a different stand. We got to figure out to do the things like you did. And then how, how I've learned to live and say, what am I going to stand for? What am I not going to stand mm-hmm. for? And then figure it out along the way. Because unfortunately, yeah. if we don't do like you've done and like I've had to do sooner, we don't learn it. Yeah. Now my kids, unfortunately, they're really young. So they've had to be able to witness some of this stuff. And I feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. And in and, and, and same way in my life. I mean, even though I had, I started out on a, on the right foundation. Sure. There were still some blunders. Oh, yeah. There were still some falls along the way. Yeah. Um, but but what I endeavored to never not do was to was to just lose it yeah. and act like somebody that didn't have any sense. <laughs> um and, and you know, yeah. oh my God, one of the things that just just it, it really stirs me up on the inside. Yeah. It ain't a good way either. <laughs> When I hear people cussing their own children, yeah. Yeah. what do you what do you ex- what do you think that child is going to grow up to be if you if you teach them by cussing them one day when yeah. they get old enough they're going to cuss you and then you're going to be ready to fight. Yeah, well, yeah. that's just that is to me that is one of the worst possible things you can do as a parent yeah. is to curse your children and call them all kinds of name that has nothing to do with the love of God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it yeah. just amazes me how people I'm like, my God, how far we have fallen. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, to get back with that, to that, that term responsibility or the ability to respond sure. as men of God, mm-hmm. We are bound by our relationship with God to teach our sons and daughters the right way to walk, the right way to live, and not just teach them, also teach them by action. Don't say one thing and do something else different. Totally, yeah. You know, be committed to your responsibilities as a husband. Love your wife, like the scripture says. And you know, it may not always turn out wonderful. Yeah. But the peace of mind is that you know that you did the things that you needed to do concerning the word of God to be the man that you needed to be. Sure. You didn't do it perfectly, no. But at the same time, I can lay my head down at night. Yeah. And know that for the most part of my day with my family, I've done, I did what I needed to do. Sure. And when I needed to discipline, I disciplined. Sure. When I needed to talk, I talked. Yeah. You know? And and we are, we have to remember, kids are watching our every move. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the most 
One, another important thing with children, like I have four, you have to be able to recognize each one of their temperaments. Yep. Yep. You can't deal with one the way you deal with another. No, they're all different and unique. One of them just may need a few words and they're they are right. Yeah. Another one may need, may need a little bit more of a sterner talking. And then another one may actually need some physical pats on their backstop. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we have to be able to recognize that. We have to be able to discern in them what it is that motivates them, mm -hmm. what it is that discourages them. And we as parents have to know that. Yeah, that means now, we have to be intentional about everything that we do. Right, right. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I don't doubt that there are a lot of men in this world who are good men. Sure. They are good fathers. And, and they're, doing, they're doing everything they know to do to be a good father and to live right in front of their children. Um, but unfortunately, we can, we can do the things that we are, are instructed to do by the word of God. And yet, when our children become of, of, of the age of adulthood, they, they, have, they have the right to choose to sure. stay with that or go in another direction. But we know that the scripture says that if you train up a child yeah. in the way that they should go, yeah. he says that when they get old, they'll not depart from it. He didn't say they wouldn't go astray. Right. He said that when they get old, they'll yeah. not depart from them. Why? Because the seed is already in them. Yeah. And then now we trust him when they become adults, yeah. we let them go and entrust them into God's hand, yeah. knowing that we've already planted the, the seed of the word in them. Yeah. And we've watered it. Yep. And it's God who's going to get an increase to it. Yeah. Praise God. Oh, yeah. And so if we don't have that. And see, I didn't have anybody to teach me that. The Holy Spirit taught me that as I walk with them progressively week after week, year after year. And man, when I got saved, I'm like, God is holy. Yeah. God is good. Yeah. And whatever I was doing in the world, is not acceptable in the kingdom. Right, 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 right. And so I focused on righteousness. I wasn't focusing on my sins. I was focusing on righteousness. And the more you focus on righteousness, the more righteousness is going to show up in your day. It's going to show up in your actions. Yeah. It's going to show up in your conversation. Yeah. yeah. But if you're focused on all the sin or your wrongs that you're doing, then you're going to keep doing them. Why? Because you've given that attention. That's yeah. what you're thinking about. Yeah. So in order to overcome wrong thinking, you have to develop right thinking. Yeah. Actions don't change until your thinking changes. Or you can force change your actions. But if you don't ever change your thinking, your actions are going to begin to eventually come back to the way they naturally are. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so so we, we, are, we are responsible to do the things that the scripture teaches us to do, first of all, sure. as men. Sure. But the, if we are out of sync with the word of God see, as men, yeah. then guess what we're going to be doing in our actions towards the people who are looking up to us and, and fashioning their lives after ours. Yeah. So, so, the, so the question is, whose report are you believing and whose report are you walking by? But that's the, and that's the key because if we don't spend that time in that way, 
following after the Lord to find out whose report we should be reading on. You know, because the, the, where the world is right now, there's the worst is what? There's a way that seems right to a man, but leads to destruction. Right. We, we unfortunately have a group, I don't know if it's a generation or two or four, or however many really is out there at this moment, if we go across this to age groups, I don't know if they really understand who they're supposed to be following. Because mm-hmm. the whole, to me, this pandemic has forced people to really question what God are they serving? Is it a mm-hmm. is it the yeah. big G God of, of the God, the creator of all? Yeah. Or is it the little G God that we've created in our life? Money, clicks, mm-hmm. power, success, church, mm-hmm. non-church. My 17-year-old, Caden and I, we've had conversations here recently about how he's turned off with organized religion. And I'm, and I'm like, I'm okay with the concept of being turned off by organized religion because that's really what the problem has caused in some cases, right? Mm-hmm. And I told him, said, but what you can't lose hope with is the concept of your relationship with Christ. Right. You have right. got to make sure that, that relationship is solid. It doesn't matter as much where you're fellowshipping as where it is mm-hmm. what you're, how you're relating to God. If you, if you understand how he speaks to you, if you understand what he's telling you to do and help with the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit is leading you right or wrong, and then when you choose to live wrong, you have to own that responsibility for your choices and your actions. And I, I took yeah. something that you had said, and, I, and I, I paraphrased your quote, that actions don't change until they're acted upon mm-hmm. or until we act upon them because it's really the case where if we choose to live unholy, it's our responsibility. If we right. choose to live holy, that's our responsibility. But we right. can't expect right. the Lord to move on our behalf if we're acting out. Right. I was listening to, uh, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a hip-hop artist, Christian hip-hop guy that I, I really like to listen to. His name is Ruslan. He's got a, a podcast I follow, and he's he was bringing up Chris Valentin. He's a pastor and a prophetic gentleman who is from Bethel Church up Northern California, well, actually up in Washington area. Now, Valentin was on social media apologizing for getting a prophetic word wrong, which he didn't have to ever do. No big deal. It, if it's a word that he gave and it didn't come to pass, no big deal. It was wrong. But the interesting thing part of Valentin's apology was that we as a country need to spend more time coming together and having a heart of gentleness and forgiveness and, and working together, which is really what we haven't been doing as a culture and as a community of people for so long. Right. Yeah. Yes. To your point too, if we don't start that at the house in our home, we can't get to church. Because of whatever that spirit we're bringing with us from our house is going to translate and transfer to the church. <laughs> Absolutely. How do you how do you keep your how do you keep focus without? I mean, you, you work, you pastor, you preach. Mm-hmm. How do you keep yourself centered and focused? And when you lose it and we make a mistake, how do you recover? Man. <laughs> I remember early on in ministry, um, I was, I was, we were in Bible school, but at the same time, 
um, I was beginning to travel with with the uh, pastors at the time. Um, and then we eventually start doing crusades. We would go to different cities and do one to two weeks of, of meetings at, at a host church. Mm-hmm. And I remember the uh, <clears throat> I remember the 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 pastor looking at me one day because because you know when I'm there and we and we're ministering that week we're doing I'm focused. And she started noticing that like once we shut down on Saturday because we would shut down on Saturdays, pack everything up. Um, if we were going, weren't going to be coming back, we'd fly home, we'd do our Sunday services, and then we'd, we'd, we'd fly out again on Monday, headed back to where we were. Um, and she noticed that, uh, that once, once the, the, the meetings were over and it was time to go home, that I would just, sh- it, w- it would be like I would just shut off. Yeah. I, w- I would just shut down, like just, just, just nothing mattered. And 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 she and she was like, "How do you do that?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm like, is is it is not is is the job not done now? Is it is it we we're done right? So now I'm relaxed. Yeah. I, I just I just want to just want to settle my mind yeah. and be at peace, you know, in this transition. And so, and that's a practice. Yeah. You you have at some point you have to. You have to settle your mind and rest in the peace of God in, in between these jobs, in between, in between these responsibilities. And, and it doesn't take a lot because an hour or two of rest in the peace of God can be, can be more rejuvenating than a, a, a night of seven or eight hours of sleep at night. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's not hard, especially working in the world and you have to listen to all of this kind of language and and all of this fear and and all of this this hatred you know and 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 these these people are 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 aggravated and on edge and then you have to come home from that and and just kind of chill (laughs) you know and and get and just get before god and and settle your mind And, and on, on top of that, throughout the day, you have to continue every single moment to know who you are. Yeah. What did Jesus tell us? You are in this world, but you're not of this world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, we have, we have the responsibility to go out in the world and, and do the things that we need to do in order to, to have the things we need to have in this world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, just because you're out there, doesn't mean you have to become a part of what's out there. Yeah, yeah. You you bring with you the presence and anointing and and and, and peace of God. Yeah. And you don't have to be always in somebody's face talking about Jesus because they're looking at what you're doing and what you're not and what you're saying when you're not talking about yeah. Jesus. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know the difference because when something goes down yeah. or they need something, yeah. who do they come to? <laughs> who do they come to? So it's a presence. It's, it's the anointing of God on each and every one of our lives. Yeah. And when we stay aware of who we are yeah. in the midst of what we have to be in, yeah. then that anointing, that ability that God gives us, gets off on the people around us. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. You know, I mentioned on the the uh, pot on the um, Zoom last night, uh, Tuesday night, for, with, with, uh, uh, with uh, weapons of mass, Linda. yeah, weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, and um, and I um, I I was I remember saying saying that that what what was ah just the the thought I just the thought just just got away from me, but but the reality is is that how we how we carry ourselves. Yeah. In the in the middle of unbelievers, yeah, yeah, will reflect, yeah, either poorly or is going to reflect well, yeah, and and listen, man, <laughs> I say this a lot. Christians are those or those who name the name of Christ, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are out there. They are living. The same way the sinners are living, they're talking the same way the sinners are talking. Can't tell them apart. They are they they are part of what they're doing. So so they don't know the difference between your Jesus and and their life without Jesus. <laughs> so 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 what we say and what we do affects our witness to them. Yeah yeah that's good that's good. It affects our witness yeah, to the world. Yeah. You can't be out there cussing and throwing up, throwing across the f bombs and this and that, and then expect for those people when they need somebody, when they need a real ear, that they gonna come and talk to you. Yeah. And you probably didn't already cussed them out before. On top of that, it's possible. <laughs> it is possible. Which I have seen. It is which possible. Which I have seen many times. <laughs> it's it crazy, is possible. man. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. And I also mentioned on on um, Tuesday night that. I remember this one time I was I was reading a a, a, a thing online from from a, a a dating website, and and I remember reading this woman's uh, a profile, and when it got to the point where it's, you know what is your your religion, and she says, and she and she wrote, um, I'm a Christian, but it's not important. How so? How can you be a Christian? And it be and it not be important because if it's not important to you, it's mm. surely not going to be important to that unbeliever. <laughs> and it's sure not going to be important to God. So <laughs> it's not. Leave that off the it's check mark. Like, yeah, how do how do how do you say that? Yeah. You better check. You better check and make sure the blood is written in in, in Jesus' handwriting yeah. on your contract yeah. <laughs> to make sure make sure you're truly saved. Yeah, because you can't say that. You can't be born again. And even allow something like that to come out of your mouth. Yeah, but it's funny as you were saying that to the just another thing keeps coming to mind, and, I, and the Lord gives me these a lot to to just kind of put together and kind of help myself remember during the week. You know, you know match mm-hmm. scripture with it. Just because you're out there doesn't mean you need to be in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it, it's it's a key, but I don't think a lot of us really. I keep going back to the, to responsibility or you said the, the ability to respond i don't think we take and use that ability to respond because so often we want someone else to take responsibility for the response yeah you know yeah and, yeah. I, and i and i know i've yeah. lived a victim mentality for a lot of time where i'm waiting for right. play the the want someone to rescue me from whatever's <laughs> going on but in reality is only you, I'm going to have to be my own rescuer. So I'm no longer going to be my own victim because mm-hmm. 
there's not going to be any hero coming in. God is not going to come down from heaven and save me if I'm laying by the pool of Bethesda by myself and I'm not paralyzed. Right. Right. Yeah, true. He sent Jesus to that man directly because no money was helping him get in the water. And he was, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, he could get there. I know, so he was, I know he was paralyzed, but if he was all four quadriplegics, okay, it didn't, it didn't say. It was a paralytic man. Mm-hmm. But even when Jesus came to him and asked him, basically, dude, what's the deal? You want to get up? You want to be safe? You want to be made whole? Yeah. Oh, he came up with all this litany of excuses. <laughs> Right, right. Every time the water moves, you know, someone gets in before me. And Lord, I can't, and sir, I can't do this because no one can help me. Yeah, right, right, right. At some point, we've got to stop talking about getting saved, talking about being holy, talking about living right, Mm -hmm. and live right. Right, right. And, and and my, what my brother what is holy holiness holiness is simply being common with god yeah. and uncommon with the world yeah but this, it's well so so many of us don't want to be uncommon with the world because it feels good it feels good it's like that pound cake lord jesus i love that taste of dog just but when we think about it like okay if Fine, but that's the way, same way we deal with everything yeah. in the world that we want, that we love dealing with. Because we think yeah. that the Lord doesn't want us to be happy. We think the Lord doesn't want us to have a piece of cake. Well, I think the Lord doesn't mind if you have a piece of cake, but is how big is our piece of cake? Is it is it the whole entire pound cake? Right, 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 right. Or is it a modest right. slice? And that yeah. doesn't mean that we need to be alcoholic. All oh, the lost I can drink because, you know, you know, Jesus, you know, he's a wino, right? Because he's trying to water into wine, you know, and let's go party. No, no, no. No, no. In the day, the choices were water or wine. Right. Drink, but not to be drunken. Okay, there's a difference, right? So yeah. we, we want to take that inch that we're given and make it a whole right. lifetime, not a block or a mile. We want to make it a whole lifetime right. problem. And isn't it isn't it something how people would take scriptures like sure. that and use it to their advantage to do the thing that they know they shouldn't be doing. Father of lies teaches them. They want to justify their wrong actions by taking scripture like that mm-hmm. and, and saying, see, well, he says I can. Well, that doesn't mean that what he... <laughs> listen, the, the scripture tells you that if your if your if your eye offends you to pluck it out. Are you plucking your your eye? Oh, no, 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 Are you cutting off your hands? No, no, nobody doing that. <laughs> Ain't nobody, ain't nobody got time to flip no, an eyeball you're not out. doing that. Mm. You're not doing that. No, you're not doing that. No. But yet you want to take all of the other things and instructions that God gives you lightly. And it's the same way with, with grace. Yeah. People, people have taken are taking grace to be some 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 excuse or some right to go on sinning. No. Oof. Titus teaches us strictly the grace of God teaches you how to live godly yeah. how to how to how to how to carry yourself and, and and it teaches you how not to operate in this ungodly world yeah yeah don't tell me that 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 just because you're born again now that sin is okay sin has never been okay and it will never be okay right right okay yeah. you can't use that yeah. because that means that means you want to sin when the bible says that when you are born again that 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 sin nature no longer have power over you 
So now you are willfully submitting yourself to something that is now dead in your life. <laughs> We're all the elephant with the chain wrapped around our foot that's not attached to the stunt, to the stake or the tree. Exactly. Exactly. He's been so accustomed to to not being able to go but a certain distance. And now the chain has been released and he's still in his mind. He's still stuck. You're still stuck. I'm still stuck. You still want to go back to the the, the trough where where the pigs eat (laughs) when there has been now a a, a glorious table set before you. And all you have to do is go and take your seat. Yeah. There's a seat there for you. It's got your name on it. Yeah, yeah. But you want to continue to hang out at the pig trough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when, you, got, when you got an endless source yeah. of food, an endless source of, 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 of weaponry, an endless source of, of divine powers and protections available yeah. to you, yeah. and you won't go to the table and eat. Yeah, yeah. Because, but, but so many other people are not going there, Pastor. They're, people are not going there to do this, to do that. They, they, they're just, I look different. I don't want to be different. I, I don't want to be like nobody else. But it says that yeah. we're set apart. We're set different. Apart. We are set apart, man. But this we world cannot. No, the devil wants, to, he's the father of lies, right? So that's the part people forget, right? Mm-hmm. He wants us all to believe the biggest trick is, not biggest, one of the biggest tricks I find is he wants us all to be the same. But it's all mm-hmm. to be in a group herd mentality about who, how we're liked. Don't bully me because it makes me feel some kind of way. Yeah. Okay. Why were you yeah. bullying me? Because I love God. You're bullying me because I'm different. So you don't want me to be different. You want me to be just like you. Mm-hmm. I can't be just like you. God made me unique. He made me just right. like him. He didn't right. make me just like you or you mm-hmm. or you. So if we can, I'm trying to teach the kids that I'm, and I'm trying to learn it myself where I can't worry about if anybody likes me. Oh man! I have to worry about if God oh, loves man. me. And if I can deal oh, with man. that, I'm good. And, and, and that right there has been a, a lifelong uh, dealing that, that, that I've had to deal with, with my oldest son yeah. to this day. He, yeah. He's, he's what? 31 or so now. Yeah. And and from from a very young age, he was he was always um uh, uh trying to compare himself and, and and thinking that he wasn't better than than other people because they can do this, they can do that. Even his younger brother, he, he would be in competition with his long younger brother for years. Yeah. And and I would tell him, Devon, be yourself. You have something unique in yourself, but you keep allowing the devil to make you look at other people and based on what they have, based on what they've done, based on what they've accomplished, you feel like you are a failure in their sight, but you're not a failure in their sight. Mm -hmm. You're a failure in your own sight because you are not being who you are. You, you're too concerned about what people think about you. Yeah, yeah. You're too concerned about yeah. what people think about me. And I told him, I teach him, I tell him this all the time. As long as you care about what people think about you, you give people that don't even know you power over your life. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny, the, and, but the word covers all of that. 
to, for those, so mm-hmm. those of us who have issues with body type, self-identity, self-loathing, depression, so we are made in the image of God. We are fearfully and wonderfully, and wonderfully made. God knew our inner parts when he was conforming us in our mother's womb. He knew us before. He foreknew us. Mm-hmm. So people don't want to... There's certain parts of the scripture, and, and well, the Lord, we might as well go there, right? So there's in, in the scripture, we, we want to say that we're here living in this world. This is all we know. But when the word says that God foreknew me, before he formed me, when you get it right down to the belief fact, when it blows our mind, by the time we put our mind back together to deal with the scripture, that means that God knew us in spirit. He was, we were present with God. So that confirms the spirit absent from the body. So that's confirming. So we were there with God. He knew what we and who we were then. Mm-hmm. So now that we're in this body, so many of us don't want to go back. Yeah. Because the enemy, well, it, somehow we yeah. got spiritual amnesia. Yeah. And we got from yeah. the birthing process. Right, right. Now we forget it while yeah. we're here. And you're so right. You're so right. He knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb. He knew us, which means that, that our lives predated. Yeah. 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 But here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And, and this is what I, I'm teaching on on Wednesday nights. I uh, call it Bible talk, um, working the works of God. Yeah. And, 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 and the, the base scripture comes out of John 6, yeah, yeah. Where, where the people ask Jesus, what must we do that we might work the works of God? And Jesus said to them, this is the work of God, yeah. that you believe on him in whom he has sent. The, 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 the primary word there is believe. Believe. Do you believe that you have been been wonderfully made? Do you believe that God knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb? Do you believe that? Because if you don't believe that, then the whole basis of your foundation is not is not right with God. It's not in alignment with who He is. Yeah. yeah. And so therefore, you're going to take on other people's opinions about you and believe them as yeah, such. As such. Yeah, as truth. Because you don't know who you are. And that's why that's why people struggle with their identity yeah. because they don't know who they are in God. Yeah. That's why Christians struggle with their identity because they haven't learned yeah. and they haven't come to believe who they truly are yeah. in God's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. We talk about the we talking about the creator yeah. of heaven and earth. Yeah. Who says that we are the apple of his eye? Yeah. You ever touch you, you ever write, write uh, struck your fingers across your eye? It, it, it makes you come to attention, yes, doesn't it? it does. Yes, it does. It's sensitive. Yeah. So what is God saying? I am sensitive yeah. to the pains and 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 destructions of my people. Yeah. I'm sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. And we 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 gotta learn, we gotta learn who we are. And become comfortable with, with with who we are as believers, yeah. in spite of what the world thinks about us. Oh yeah, yeah. In spite of what they think about us, they're gonna make jokes. They're gonna they don't they're gonna criticize. You might as well you might as well just settle that issue. Yeah. That's going to happen. Yeah. What are you gonna do next? Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do next yeah. after that happens to you? What are you gonna do? Yeah. You're gonna go somewhere and crawl off in a in a, in a bed and, and curl up like a baby and weep over it? Sure. Sure. Or are you 
point to stand up yeah. and continue walking forward, being who you are in yeah. Christ, because you know he's got your back. Yeah. Yeah. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. None. If God before you, no one can be against you. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's the I, that's the mindset with that every believer has to come into an understanding of. But you won't get there if you're not reading the food, if you're not reading the word yeah. that 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 gives you the strength and informs you of who you are yeah. and whose you are. Yeah. Who do you belong to? Yeah. Do you not believe you belong to God? Do you not believe that God is the creator? Do you not believe that God is more powerful than every government on the planet today? Or do you have more fear in the government See, than you have in God? Well, I find that most time we have more belief in the, the I can't God than the I can God or the God of I am. So if we can believe right. more in the negative, then we've got to eventually shift that around to believe in the positive because, and I know our, our broken fleshy spirit, you know, from Adam's fall. Right. So mm-hmm. it's easy to believe the, the, the dirt part, the bad part, all the right. negatives that seems right. to come to the memory first. We have to spend some time <laughs> searching for the good. We, case in point, I was, the kids and I were playing Uno a couple of days, well, just last night, no, not the night before. And they were like, Oh dad, what do you remember about when we were living at our other house before we moved, you know, away? I sold it. It took me a minute to remember something good. Mm-hmm. But everything that bad that had happened from the moment we moved in there to the reasons why we had to move out of there, they were on mm-hmm. the surface. They were right there. I could pull all those that negative parts out. But as the Lord begins to allow us to cast those cares, those negative mm-hmm. situations on him, because he cares for us. We can let those things go so we don't have to worry about it. Remember all of the hurt that, that made us feel some kind of way. So mm-hmm. learn what it feels to know the way and know that he loves us and to understand that we are his and everything we've you've talked about so far, we've got to get to that point where we believe it to be true. Right. We believe it. It's not just a, a mental ascent. Mm-mm type of belief, yeah. but it is a heart yeah. belief, yeah. A, a, a belief that is so secure and so solid sure. that nothing that anybody says and nothing that anybody do, does yeah. is going to break that connection that sure. you have with God. Sure. And you know, I shared Tuesday night too about how um, when it came down to ministry, yeah. I, I was had the thing about was asked to me what ministry was. Yeah. And, 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 and the thing was so profound when the spirit of the Lord checked me and, and son, that's not what ministry is. Yeah. Yeah. Ministry is the time that you spend together with me, developing a love relationship with me. And out of that love relationship mm-hmm. comes forth your ministry. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because just because you're doing something, doesn't mean that God is in what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, that, because if there is no love yeah. in what you're doing, yeah. then why are you doing it? Yeah. What's it all for? Yeah, that's sacrifice. Yeah. It's not obedience. Yeah, because 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 God's not getting nothing <laughs> out of it. No, he ain't, he, <laughs> he ain't people, even hearing it. The people may be getting something out of sure. it, but God's not getting nothing out of it because God receives glory when we are doing what he called us to do yeah. 
with a heart that is compassionate yeah. and yeah. and that is that 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 is connected with him yeah. knowing that that he is going to get the glory every step of the way yeah. Yeah. yeah what did jesus jesus said i don't do nothing unless i've seen my father do it yeah. i don't say anything unless i've heard my father say it yeah yeah that i mean that's that's i mean that's that's just totally in agreement yeah. in harmony yeah yeah how can two walk together except they be in agreement because <laughs> they're walking how together can a man yeah how can a man be who he has been called to be by god yeah. if he first of all don't even know who he is yeah you have to ask you have to ask i mean <laughs> we we are we as a culture sure we as a culture are are remaining crippled because we're continuing to look to others to help us. Sure. Sure. To do for us what what we need to be doing for ourselves. <laughs> but most of us and, but most of us don't speak to each other. <laughs> let, let alone exactly, trust each other. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, listen, I'm gonna say this, bro. And 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 I don't know if you're going to relate to it or not, but I got to the point at some point in my life. I don't know how long ago it was, but I got to the point in my life when when somebody called when a when a when another black when a black man calls me brother, mm-hmm. um, and and in my mind I'm like, man, I just don't even feel that anymore, because yeah. because I'm your brother yeah. as long as things are cool. They're cool. Yeah. But if I cross you, you ready to kill me? Kill me. Or if things don't go and I'm, your I'm way. I'm supposed to be your brother. I'm talking oh, yeah. about literally kill me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, but I'm supposed to be your brother. Oh, yeah. Oh. Is that the way you treat your brother? <laughs> and some of them do. I, I trust me. I, <laughs> well, unfortunately, unfortunately. Yes, that, that is true. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is true. Because I, I know I, I'm totally with you because there's times when I, I, I can relate to people who were ride or die with you while the ride was smooth. But when that ride got a little bumpy, and that car got a little shaky and it sputtered a little bit. Yeah. The fuel ran a little low. In fact, it might have even ran out. We was on the side of the curve waiting right. for the ride to come. Yeah. They're not getting mm-hmm. right back in there with me. As long as it looked cool and it was comfortable for them, yeah. they were there. Right. When it as became long as it was comfortable. comfortable. And I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I, I'm, you know, forgive me what I say. I've had family members say, don't talk about our family problem on your show. I said, you know what? It's not, if you feel some kind of way about what I said, then you need to talk to God because you must be convicted about the truth. Yeah. I'm, by the math and the science, blood is thicker than water. Mm-hmm. But water is what gives us life. It, That's right. The water from Christ that gives us life it has That's nothing right. to do with our family. Because yeah. in so many cases. It's the, it's the washing of the water. Yeah. The word. That is what gets us out of this defeated mentality into a victorious mentality. The washing of water by the word of God. If you're not washing your life with the word of God, then you are subject to stay in that defeated mentality. And we're trying to fight from heaven to earth when we've already been set in heaven and we're supposed to be operating from from heaven to the earth. Because we are kingdom citizens. But we've forgotten who we are. I tell you, it's the spiritual amnesia. There's something something between Adam's fall, Tower of Babel, when the languages were changed, and the, mm-hmm. the continents were split. 
mm-hmm. to well, maybe between those, we've lost our way. We've mm-hmm. forgotten our purpose. We've forgotten why we were here. We've forgotten where we're from, and we have forgotten how to get back. And we yeah. try to tell people, it's almost like, it's like we're going through deprogramming. So back in the 80s, right. right, there was a lot of prisoners of war coming out of the 70s. They were, they were stuck in, and they were brainwashed into believing something else and just tortured and tormented. So the brain, mm-hmm. as magnificent as it is, can now easily be broken and shattered and think, okay, I don't know who I am anymore because this is what I've come in agreement with to make the yeah. hurting stop. Yeah. And you saying that made me, I remember, man, when, when I was a kid in the 70s, you know, and matter of fact, me and my friend was just talking about that on the phone this morning, that when we were kids, if, if, if mom needed, you know, some sugar or, or, yeah. or something that she had run out of, yeah. she would say, go next door and ask Miss so-and-so oh, or whatever, whoever was, yeah. if we can get some sugar yeah. because we ran out and we need to, and she needs to finish, yeah. you know, preparing a particular meal. I don't know. And it I don't, was, that was I don't know who's next door to me. I, I may know the guy <laughs> on, my, on the south side, on the west side. I don't know. Who's next door. I don't know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Doctors, but you know that's, we were so knitted together. Yeah. We were at that point. We were still yeah. knitted together as a culture. Yeah. But then, but then, somewhere around the the end of the seventies, early eighties, yeah. things began to seriously and drastically change yeah. among us as a, a community. people, yeah. a community who were looking out for each other. Okay. All yeah. of a sudden, now we stopped looking out for each other and became each other's worst enemies. Yes, sir. Worst enemies. Yeah. yeah. And then we and then we want to blame it oh, yeah. on, on else. something else. Yeah. 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 Or we want to blame it on the white man. Yeah. No, yeah. they may they, they may have had they may have had some input in what you are turning out to be. Yeah. But you still have the choice. choice. The responsibility. The ability the to respond to what exactly. you've been a part of. What you've been taught, what you've been taught at home and what you've yeah. been a part of all of those years in yeah. your early part of your life. Yeah, yeah. but people don't want to listen to that part, though, because that means that means that we have to own up and do something. That means I can't put I can't drop my problems at the foot of, of some political structure. I can't drop my problems right. off at the foot of some other person or culture or that's that lady right. that crossed the street or or Joe so and so's mama's 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 mama from 400 years ago. They used to own me. We was owned as slaves. And I'm not trying to, to diminish any of that. Yeah. And in, in, in this conversation, it's not diminishing. It's just, okay, let's take responsibility for where we are now and keep it moving. And let's move. My brother, yeah. How, let me ask you this question. Sure. How many other cultures that we know of around the world have gone through so many names of identification <laughs> that black folks have. Oh, man. Well, I, see, well, here's the thing. I thought we were still African-American until about eight minutes and 40 seconds before. So we went from African-American to black when George Floyd wait, wait, couldn't wait, wait, breathe. So wait, I was like... Wait, wait, wait. We, wait, we going back. We going from... We going back from... Af- we going from African-Americans back to black? To black. Yeah, we black now. We're black now. God almighty. Because, oh, it's good. Watch. If you watch the media from the time George Floyd 
was unfortunately killed. We were African-Americans before that. Eight minutes and 40-some seconds later, we black. I've heard the word black come out of more non-black people's mouths since yeah. that moment than ever in my entire life. Because I remember there was there was a time when you and I remember, if you weren't black, you didn't even say the word. Unless yeah. you were referring it to the color of the clothes you were wearing or the accessories of right. or the car you were driving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I remember, the, and now in the '70s and the '60s, yeah, yeah, we were we were in black Negroes, whatever, whatever. But it came, mm-hmm. it was the the radical black national movement that we were after the Afrocentric movement when we became African. Remember, we were told we want to black was a color, right? And mm-hmm. we went, to, we wanted to be able to connect ourselves to the culture, to the land where we came from, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, right. for the blood, black for the people, you know, green for the land. Mm-hmm. This young man gets murdered, and all of a sudden. We don't. We have no connection anymore. Yeah, we're bought, and it was. And what's unfortunate is, as a community of people, we're buying into it and we're accepting it like it's some badge of honor. Like, nope, we're black now. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what? What just happened? We went from the uh, desire to connect, my lord, to now all of a sudden we are owning up to isolation again. Yeah, but yeah, we're isolated. You mentioned we're isolating even from each other. So this is the end of part one of our interview with Pastor Green. So join us next week as we continue this same discussion and because it, it begins at home. We really can't have any helpful solutions that make any impact upon the world until we started at home. So I thought it would be very fitting to have these kind of hard conversations right here on the Raising Men Show because if I don't have them here, if I don't have them in my own home, then I can't be on the radio with you all just you know, being a hypocrite and having them with you. So again, I'm your host, Craig Carlisle. We'll see you all next week right here on WKBY 1080 AM for the Raising Men Show. See you all next week. WKBY 1080 AM. We keep blessing you.